Whose blood is that? Is that your blood? Greetings and welcome to the Dead Harvey Podcast. This is Brad Paulson. Well, it's that time of year again. Bright colors, the leaves are falling, zombie birds in the air, and the sound of ch ch ah kill kill floating in the indie horror airwaves. In the spirit of this Halloween season, I would like to give 10 indie horror Halloween recommends. Now, these recommends aren't in any particular order. These are just indie horror movies that I really love and think they would be great to watch on Halloween as sort of like an alternative to, you know, the movies that everybody's familiar with. Some of these you may have heard, some of them you may have not, hopefully, and it'll get you something new to watch and kind of get you hooked on indie horror or get you interested in watching other indie horror movies. So the way I've set this up is kind of like, I was thinking it might be kind of interesting to set this up like a, like a playlist for music. So like when you're listening to an album, you know, it sort of t- takes you on like a little bit of a, a little bit of a trip. Uh, we're going to start with Wormwood Road of the Dead. This is an Australian indie horror movie. And I was thinking this would be a good one to start with. It'll get your adrenaline going. And here's the IMDb synopsis. A talented mechanic prepares to battle his way through hordes of flesh-eating monsters after his sister is kidnapped on the eve of a zombie apocalypse. You can find this on IFC Films Unlimited and AMC Plus as of now. So this one's great because it's kind of like a a post-apocalyptic setting, very kind of Mad Max-like. There's a bunch of people driving around with uh, these souped-up vehicles, you know, kind of like the Death Race 2000s sort of vehicles with spikes on them and set up for like defense and offense attacks. And the, the the great thing about this movie is they use zombie blood to fuel the vehicles uh so this is an awesome one it's fast paced it's really fun and a lot of personality and character gory but also has a good sense of humor and like a mad max style movie but with zombies next we have host uh, directed by rob savage six friends hire a medium to hold a seance via zoom during lockdown but they get more than they bargained for as things quickly go wrong. You can find this one on Shutter and AMC+. This one was made during the pandemic. So this one sort of, uh, to me, it felt like an inspired innovation because everybody was trapped inside. So Rob Savage, he did a movie, like super low budget movie, all basically made off of Zoom calls, all the effects practical, at least that I know of, um, and some really spooky stuff. So it makes this movie different than other movies that are sort of based on movies staged around like Zoom calls or, you know, where a lot of it's taking place like through the screen. When the spirit is attacking people, it actually has the power to do damage to people in the physical realm. So this ghost or the spirit is able to come out of its, when it's conjured, it's able to come out of its realm and attack people in real life and pose a physical threat to people in real life. Whereas opposed, whereas in a lot of like ghost story movies like this, the ghost will compel somebody to kind of act crazy or jump out a window or do harm to themselves. But this ghost can actually come into the physical realm and take everyone out. Uh, so it's got some very legitimate scares in it. I was really impressed by this one, especially for its low budget, how effective it was, and uh, how it was all kind of like, from what I heard about this, all directed uh, remotely, you know, through Zoom calls. The director wasn't actually there. I think he was doing the special effects on his end. But anyways, it's also, it's a lean 50 minutes, and which I think is great about like a lot of movies being on streaming now. They don't have to exactly adhere to any sort of time frame what works for the movie works for the movie and this one's this one's a gem uh and it's and i've already seen it kind of inspire other movies as well too next we've got haunters directed by john schnitzer haunted houses for halloween have spawned a growing subculture of extreme full contact terror simulations but how far is too far you can find this one on tubi voodoo amazon 
and Pluto. This one is really cool because it basically profiles a bunch of people that run haunted houses. They're all different personalities. There's one guy in particular that runs the most extreme haunted house. And it's bizarre because he's kind of an altruistic personality. He does all these good things on the side. Uh, but when he's doing the haunted house and when he's editing the videos, uh, he's sort of uh, a demon. And it kind of takes things very too far. But it's a really interesting exploration into all these different kind of personalities that run haunted, ha run haunted houses. Depending on what your tolerance is, how much, for how much you get grossed out. Uh, some of these haunted houses, they take it... I'm surprised that people don't have PTSD for a long time after this, uh, after being through some of the things this guy puts him through. And and that they want to go back, too. That's even stranger. But definitely like a really fascinating character study on these people. Well worth watching. One of the best documentaries I've seen about haunted houses. So now we'll take like a bit of a comical break. If you're a fan of Chucky and you like puppet horror, this one's a this one's a good alternative for that. This is Benny Loves You, directed by Carl Holt. This is a British movie. A man desperate to improve his life throws away his beloved childhood plush, Benny. It's a move that has disastrous consequences when Benny springs to life with deadly intentions. You can find this one on Showtime, Hulu, and Paramount+. Plus. This is a hilarious British movie that's sort of like the main plushie. Uh, looks like a mix between Elmo and Fozzie the Bear. Very like black comedy and very gory, uh, but definitely has fun with it the whole way through. A great alternative. I mean, I love the Chucky movies, but I it's nice to see like something like a variation, like a little bit different and kind of like almost like a parody, but works on its own very well at the same time. And this movie is one that I could see having its own franchise or several other sequels to it. Because, you know, there's probably a lot of scorned puppets out there that would be uh, great for sequels. Competition for Chucky and Full Moon, Puppet Master, all that other stuff. Okay, and then next we're going on to X, which is one of my favorite movies of the year, directed by Ty West. In 1979, a group of young filmmakers set out to make an adult film in rural Texas. But when their reclusive elderly hosts catch them in the act, the cast finds themselves fighting for their lives. You can find this one on Hulu and Showtime. If you dig the chance Massacre, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This is similar to that. You could basically kind of like it basically reminds me of Boogie Nights meets Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It takes place in the 70s. It's got that Chainsaw Massacre documentary style to it. It is very, it's kind of unique too because the killers are unique because they're an elderly couple uh, and one of them is very, very horny and that's why all the crimes happen. <laughs> So it's interesting to see that kind of a scenario with that kind of a villain. Really well done. Very stylish. Ty West is on a roll. He just came out with Pearl, which is the prequel to this, which the horny elderly lady uh, that is attacking everybody shows her as uh, in her younger days and sort of how she got started on her psychopathic tendencies. That's sort of the origin of that. Both these movies are fantastic. I actually, I think Pearl is really well done. I think X is more kind of an audience movie. I find it more enjoyable because it's an ensemble, but they're both fantastic. They're both just two kind of different kinds of movies. They both complement each other. But check out uh, X for your Texas Chainsaw Massacre alternative. Now, next, we're now, now we're about in the middle of things here. We're building up, we're ramping up, and we're going to the most extreme movie on the list, which is Terrifier, which I'm sure uh, several... If you're an indie horror fan, you've heard of this one before. Directed by Damien Leon. On Halloween night, Tara Hayes finds herself as the obsession of a sadistic murderer known as Art the Clown. You can find this one on the Roku channel, Redbox, Voodoo, Crackle, Amazon, Plex, and Tubi. Uh, this, this, this clown is so freaky. Basically, this clown just terrorizes a couple of these girls and then just focuses on one uh, later on in the movie. Uh, but the clown, it's... Very gory, very extreme. When the clown attacks people, he's not just attacking them, he's dismantling people. When you start to laugh at it, then it gets just super creepy. This clown 
will stay in your head for long after you watch it. It still hasn't left my head yet. It's still freaking me out. You know, and for that, I got to give kudos to the filmmaker. I haven't seen Terrifier 2 yet, but from what I hear, uh, <laughs> it, it goes way further than this one did. <laughs> Which is sort of hard to believe after seeing the first one. Anyways, uh, check this one out. If Well, if you got a fear of clowns, maybe stay away from it. But if maybe you want to, like freak someone out or watch a movie that or, or aren't easily freaked out and want to watch something that will kind of test your limits on that, this is a good one for it. Okay, so I'm starting to scale back a little bit, but not too much because it's still got lots of gruesome stuff in it, but doesn't have any creepy-ass clowns. Uh, so, Mad God, directed by Phil Tippett. The assassin travels through a nightmare underworld of tortured souls, ruined cities, and wretched monstrosities forged from the primordial horrors of the unconscious mind of Phil Tippett. The world's preeminent stop motion animator. If you watch uh, the movies that made us on Netflix, there's an episode about Jurassic Park, how basically like the whole landscape changed from stop motion to computer animation. And Phil Tippett, of course, who worked on Robocop and Empire Strikes Back, all these fantastic movies. This movie is 30 years in the making. This was, uh, from what I hear, like a collection of all these short movies that he had done and then compiled them into one movie after so many years. Uh, it's not much in the way of plot, but I, I wasn't watching it for that and I didn't. This movie is just basically like eye candy the entire way through. If you're a puppet horror fan and stop motion horror fan, it's free, it's awesome. The atmosphere is fantastic. It feels like this main character is going through kind of Dante's Inferno and just running into all of these like gruesome creatures one after the other, disturbing imagery, but really fascinating, really well done, and you can't keep your eyes off of it. This one is a must see, uh, and probably <laughs> this one's probably if you have any substances that are altering you. I wouldn't recommend watching those at Terrifier, but Mad God would be a good one for it. Okay, and so now we go to the taking of Deborah Logan. We're going to go found footage style. An elderly woman battling Alzheimer's disease agrees to let a film crew document her condition, but what they discover is something far more sinister going on. You can find this one on Amazon, Voodoo, Tubi, and AMC+. This movie also has very legitimate scares. Once it gets going and it gets more serious, it really hooks you. But it sort of takes the angle of if there was an Alzheimer's patient, but it wasn't really Alzheimer's. It was demonic possession. And the filmmakers are trying to figure this out. They don't know what's going on. And what they unveil later on in this movie and some of the imagery that they show you, especially when they're going into the darkness and things that jump out of it, is it stayed in my mind. I thought it was a really kind of like unique and effective take on this found footage horror and these kind of possession movies. So anyways, that's it's a cool one. It's, it's unique, well worth watching. Next we got, if you're a fan of The Thing, here is a thing like... Like movie. Actually, the next two are very thing-like movies. The Void, directed by Stephen Kostansky and Jeremy Gillespie. Shortly after delivering a patient to an understaffed hospital, a police officer experiences strange and violent occurrences seemingly linked to a group of mysterious hooded figures. You can find this one on Tubi, Crackle, Plex, Shutter, and AMC+. Basically, it's like a cop goes into a hospital. There's a cult trying to get into the hospital. There's a victim in there that has something taken over its body, and it consumes the host like the thing does, and then you have this sort of like Lovecraftian element that's thrown into it later on in the movie but it's awesome and the practical effects in it are fantastic especially for like i think it was like around a million dollar budget the budget they had what they pulled off and this is of course is the same director of psycho gorman steven kostensky also manborg all of this are like sort of like practical effects heavy and really fun this one's creepier a lot creepier psycho gorman's kind of like half comedy but but this one uh, doesn't take itself too seriously but it is also effectively creepy it's got a real like midnight movie feel to it 
But yeah, if you've seen the thing a million times and you want to watch something a little bit different and in the style of, this is a great one. Especially since it has that Lovecraftian element in it. Last, but certainly not least, we've got Splinter, directed by Toby Wilkins. Uh, trapped in an isolated gas station by a voracious Splinter parasite that transforms its still-living victims into deadly hosts, a young couple and an escaped convict must find a way to work together to survive the primal terror. You can find this one on Hulu and Amazon Prime. So I saw this one years ago when we were first doing the blog for Dead Harvey. Loved it right away. This is a great claustrophobic thriller. Doesn't skimp on the horror. It gets uh, pretty gruesome. Great practical effects. There's a creature that sort of reminds me of Venom. Like if Venom was going to take over somebody's body and be like half Venom, half the thing with these like little like spikes, like these little parasitic spikes poking out. There's a, there's a part of the movie where a hand gets like portions of a hand gets cut off and then the hand walks around like, like runs around like evil dead and tries to attack him and everything. But it's like anytime they cut off a piece of this creature that takes over someone's body, it's got reanimated parts like moving all around. Really well done. Really great on the tension and suspense. Great performances, especially from Shea Wiggum. This one is sort of a under the radar movie that's well worth watching. Really good. And I like it as like the closer because it's got a lot of adrenaline in it. And it'll kind of, you know, once you're doing this, once you finish this movie binge, it'll get you ready to start another one. So it was sort of like this whole list was meant to start off with like kind of an adrenaline rush movie and end with an adrenaline rush movie. Oh, so there you have it. Your 10 indie horror Halloween recommends. Well, I hope you have a fantastic Halloween. Eat. Drink, be merry, and binge indie horror.